Location fucking zero. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? What the fuck you doing? Uh, you know, just fucking hanging out, man. This week was fucking nuts. I mean, you've been gone all week. I mean, sort of missed you, sort of didn't. Wow, but fuck. now you're here. <laughs> sort of did, sort of didn't. Yeah. Potato, potato. Yeah, but you were sick the fucking beginning of the week. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure I had the fucking vid. I'm pretty sure I had it. I should have called our friend to have give give me a test and see if I did. But he would have. I seen him last night. It's over now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're better. I am better. I'm feeling better. Dude, no bullshit. Stepped on the scale today. Guess what I weighed? Two oh two. Fuck, fatty. One eighty nine, bro. One eight nine. Yeah, one eighty nine. Down from two two five. The wife's like, you need to stop. And I was like, what? She goes, you're getting too skinny. You don't look bad, dude. You don't look bad at all. No, I'm looking good. I don't see anything wrong with that. No, but I am getting tiny. It's like whenever I go to the gym, I get the fucking gym bug. It's like a fucking cokehead on coke. Or you're going, you're going thing, to the dude. gym or you're just No, dieting. I'm not. Like, I, I feel like with the keto thing that I'm doing or the low carb. Right. I went from 225 to 189 in like two and a half months. Yeah. I've been, I've been 180 pounds for 20 years. And the wife's like, you need to stop. Like you're getting too, and I've had other people like I shit you not. I took pictures. So buddy of buddy of mine came in. You you know, came in town. We were in Woodward hanging out, right at, at the bar. And I took a picture, and I was wearing a shirt I just bought from Panama City Beach because we were there, and it's a large. And I swear I looked like a chemo patient. I looked really bad. I looked sick. You sent me a you sent me a text. I looked bad, dude. I looked sick in that shirt. Why do you look sick? Because I mean, you sent me. I a was text swimming in it. You sent me. A, I mean, I swim in every fucking shirt I wear. No, I like. I don't know. I so, look really. So you're saying I, I really naturally look like a chemo patient? Is no, that what I you're fucking telling me? Maybe. You fucking dick bag. I mean, maybe. I can't help it. No, I can't either. I only grew in one place. <laughs> was it your brain? Yeah. Or your ass? It was my brain. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Here we are. Cheers again. to that. Here's Here another. Are. Here's another for you fucking people out there. I love you guys. Fucking love you guys out there. So check this out. Work's been crazy this week, right? Right. Tony, I've been busting ass getting shit done. But you know what I was doing on my downtime at work? There's no telling. I was watching YouTube videos. Of Elon Musk. See, I don't and his interviews. I don't know why that. I mean, I've listened to him on on Rogan's show, but past that, I have not followed Elon at all. And you've been following him. I I count on you to bring my Elon news. Oh, I do. I follow Elon like it's literally like it's the last ditch effort of Earth. I follow him. And so, but I wasn't following him in this light where I was watching a lot of his interviews that he did with people. And his, all of his interviews are the exact same. What do you mean? Damn near. What do you what mean? What he's talking same? about. Be, they, they always ask the same questions. Oh, yeah. Right? And his answers are always the same. Okay. So it's like, to me, when you're talking to a, just a flat out genius, I mean, the, what the guy has accomplished. So a lot of people may not know. Literally, SpaceX was one launch away. They he only so he, when he bought 
PayPal or when he created PayPal. Sure. It wasn't PayPal. It was sure. X.com or whatever the hell it right? was. And then there was a guy that created one as well, and they went into business and they created PayPal. Well, you can watch his interviews and stuff where they talk about wanting him out of the thing or whatever and pushing him out. Well, he ended up selling it for $180 million. Yep. He took all of that money and put it in SpaceX and he put it into Tesla. Tesla, yeah. And he said that there was a te- he he gave a ten percent chance that they would succeed. Ten percent sh- chance. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. And he only budgeted for three launches for SpaceX. Right. Three. And the first three fucking failed. They crashed and burned. He had enough parts and enough things. Like I'm talking like bottom of the barrel scraped the fourth one together and fucking landed it. And now look where the fucking guy is today. Yeah, no in twenty twenty one. Right? October of twenty twenty one. Look where he's at now. Yeah. He's, he's just got, got done with inspir with just the inspiration launch where he took the first four civilians to space. Not to the space station, but past the Carmen line. And once they went past there, I mean, they they were in orbit for like two. I think it was like two, three days. Four civilians. We're not talking about. They, were, they didn't. NASA they didn't do the conference. Bezos thing and fly up and dump Come back ship. Two minutes later, no. Dump ship and parachute down. No, that's fucking. They were cool there for shit. three days, two or three days. Why weren't we there? I fucking love to be there, dude. Yeah, Elon, if you're listening to this, I will go to Mars. If yeah. you have a seat available for me, I am fucking there. Have you ever seen the movie, the original, Total Recall? Yes. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah. 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 I love yeah, that. And, and Elon says in a lot of his interviews, too, like, he wants to die on Mars. And the guy, and the guy's telling the truth. He's a I mean, fucking genius, dude. He's just, oh. he's so far out there. I mean, you listen to interviews about him. I mean, you're, you're talking about all these probably singular interviews I, i've yeah. heard him on rogan's show twice i mean and joe's just good at getting it out of him or i mean he caught a lot of flack from the first one when he got when he got was high. when he was smoking the J and he doesn't care having a good time but the interesting thing that i that i picked up other than just the i mean you just tell the guy thinks on a different level from the rest of us Dude, he's on a different plane there's no doubt that he does but i mean Joe is talking to him about the ideas in his head, and and uh, Elon specifically says you don't you don't want this. Yeah, and he says that in all of his interviews. You don't want because a lot of people are like 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 some of them that I heard. He's like he says it a lot. You don't want you you don't want to be in this mind. It it's like constant nuclear explosions going off all right. day every day with all ideas day, every that day. he has. And I have a lot of ideas too. I mean, I've, I came to you with the podcast idea. I sure. came to, I, I, I have ideas every day. I had three of them today. <coughs> right? right? I have ideas all the time. I, they're not exploding like Elon well, in but his mind, but the guy is a genius. I mean, you God, say that. So crazy. You, you say that. I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they are. But I mean, maybe I can control it a little better? No. No, I don't think it's that at all. I I don't think that he has a choice of where it goes. I think it, I think it's just it's all over the place. And every now and then he'll focus in on one and he'll build a billion dollar fucking company out of it. Yeah, I mean that's fucking crazy. That's what happens. Yeah, that and Tesla. I mean, it was he was saying that 
they they were hemorrhaging money. He was literally out of all the he took all hundred and eighty million dollars of his money and invested in these companies. Yeah. And was literally like he told his friends that he would not let them he would not let them invest in his companies because he was like, I give these companies a ten percent chance to succeed. So a lot of people out there that if you if you're an entrepreneur or you want to be you need to model yourself off of Elon Musk. I mean, it's, I, it's, I just think you do. It's personally. very, it's very, it's it's called putting all your fucking cards on the table, right? Absolutely. Put them all on the table right now. Double down. I'm all in. See what fucking happens. I mean, and and ten percent, ten percent is not fucking good odds. No. I I mean, maybe he was just saying ten percent. Maybe. But. The way the way that a brain like that works is calculations over. Uh, I mean, you're sti- statistically planning out what's going to happen. Yeah. Risk versus reward, this or that. Just fucking put your nuts on the table and go. You know, that's what he did. That's what and, he did. And it, it's crazy. Like, and a lot of people will sit and talk and ask him. Like, they'll, they'll ask, "How's it to work with Elon?" He'll fire people. Like if you're not, if you don't have a contribution to the company, you're gone. Yeah. You don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's the way you have to be. Like I was telling you just a little bit ago off right. air, you know, business is a cutthroat industry. I mean, look at Ray Kroc. Look at Facebook. Right. McDonald's. Facebook. I mean, it's cutthroat. But watching those interviews with them gave me a a, a better sense of how life could life should work. Right, like Life I mean, we're work. in the freest country in the world. Sort of, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, y- you could get on the political side and say, "Well, okay, you know." You Ultimately, know. we are though. Ultimately, we are. I mean, we we have the freedom to sit here and say whatever the fuck we want. I mean, whether kind of. I mean, it's a little different in the past few years. Yeah. Than the way that it has been for a long time. I mean, and I. I mean the the huge platforms are are uh, censoring people. I mean yeah. they just are. It is what it is. You know you, we've got this swing back and forth. But ultimately, yes, we live in a country that we should be able to say whatever the fuck we want, do whatever we fuck we want, as long as it's within the bounds of the law. Yeah. And I mean you're not uh, you're not doing anything unsafe or unethical. I mean that's that's how lawyers operate unsafe or illegal or unethical. And, I mean, we just roll on. I mean, it's fantastic that a guy, well, like like Elon, for example. I mean, I I don't know anything about him until he created and sold PayPal or whatever it was. Yeah, it was PayPal. It was called, like, X.com at first, but then then they... He merged with a guy and they they created PayPal. But yeah, I didn't know anything about him either. I mean, you you think about a guy like like Bezos, the richest fucking guy ever. I mean, in wealth that we know about, that guy started from nothing. He started on a piece of paper. I think it was in a bar, nothing. wasn't it? Nothing. Yeah, <coughs> on a napkin, a wrote a his napkin. business plan, and selling books. And selling now we got books. Amazon. Own books with and his company and just just rolling on. Yeah, I mean, fuck that guy. It's crazy because Amazon's just, probably distributing some of this content that we talk about over the interwebs. 
everything in this room besides this table was bought from Amazon. Was bought from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. So I got a guy that I work with that's totally against Amazon. He's not. He buys stuff from Amazon, but he doesn't like the way, I guess, that they treat their employees. And I never looked that deep into it, right? Like, I don't know. It sounds bad. It's uh, The news stories sound bad. For but news sounds bad about everything. You, you want to talk about misfair treatment of employees. That, has your fucking white ass ever worked in the oil field? Oh, no shit. Fuck. Yes, it has. Yes, My it white has. Ass has. I know it has. <laughs> You are 24-7. I don't give a fuck. Fuck your problems. You're here to work. Or you fucking kick rocks. Oh, yeah. You will kick rocks 100%. Quick. 100%. So, I mean, an employee working 12 hours a day at a shift. Now, the, the backside of that, from the things that you hear, is like, well, they can't take lunch breaks or they can't take bathroom breaks. That's fucking bullshit. They can go take a shit if they need to go take a shit. And they can go eat. And they can go eat if they want to go eat. I mean, uh, there's there's truly a corporate structure set up there to give people what they want. It's it's the it's the me too, my problem, I deserve more fucking deal. And I, I mean, I don't I don't get that. I mean, I I literally have worked twenty four seven nine days in a row once mine was seven and a half like eight days yeah. i was gone i didn't even come home i didn't leave location i didn't go anywhere you legit i slept in a truck yep. for the first four days that we were there we we're on a drilling rig and we we're backing off they, they they got stuck sure and we we're having to do a back off i was i shit you not like three four days in we're sleeping in a crew cab pickup truck of course with Four or five of us in there. Yeah. And a shit ton of stuff in the truck. These trucks aren't clean. Let me tell you. They're trashed and you the know fuck that. out. You know that. They're These trashed, tr- the they're fuck trashed out. out because that's all you're doing is working. So there's a lot of food. There's guys that need to change clothes every day. Mm-hmm. And you didn't change clothes. Like I probably no. wore the exact same for five days until I got oil all over me or I was just like, yeah, I need to go change until my you had Until you absolutely You change your drawers though. To. I did change my drawers every day. I Every brought day? that. Oh, dude, I, I would bring like seven or eight pairs of underwear when I left. When I was going with Casey and those guys yeah. out there to do, like whenever we went on pipe jobs, I brought extra clothes. I learned the first time I went out with those guys, you don't know when you're coming home. Now, if you're if you're working like, you know, I was doing wireline. So if you're working a frack job, you know when you're leaving. You know that you're working either a 12 or a 24. I worked a lot of 24s, and then you'd go home for 24, and you'd come back for 24, right? But by the time you got home, you had about six hours of sleep because you weren't hanging out with your family. So you got about six hours maybe of sleep, and you were back out there for 24. But the first time I went out, I was gone for three days. And it was hot as shit. It was the middle of the fucking summer here in Oklahoma. I think we were actually in Texas. And it sucked. I mean, I had swamp ass so fucking bad like i wanted to change i wanted to take a shower you don't take a shower and work over it because there ain't nothing there there ain't nothing there ain't there, shit bro. out there nothing there's a fucking johnny on the pisser that's maybe been cleaned once in the year yeah i mean at least in the last 
Seven days. <laughs> 27 days. <laughs> okay, I'll give him a month. That shit was Some so fucking gross, dude. I mean, you go out on, on a frack. So, I mean, we what we did, we, we were completion. We we fracked. Uh, we we did that. And, and you go out there and it's the nastiest fucking shit I've ever seen is an overflowing shitter. Oh, I've... Oh. <laughs> Where are you going to... I, I'll shit well, outside. Some motherfucker keeps shitting on that pile. I don't yeah. understand <laughs> who fucking who is fucking making it taller. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? It, you know, it, in the oil field though, it's a it's a competition. Who's gonna be the last one to shit on the pile? Not me. Because I'll me. shit outside. No, I'll go. I mean, I'll go shit behind a tree somewhere. Fuck. Fuck that. I'm not holding up over a fucking s- toilet seat to shit. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not doing it. But there's been some, uh, literally, there was some drilling rigs that I went out on, or even some frack jobs I went out on, that the toilets were cleaner in some people's houses. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before, too. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. They weren't all like that. Yeah, they're not all like that. But you'll get them. You'll get them. You walk and you in, don't get a leaf. You fresh, fresh morning. You've been up all fucking night working. So man, I need a shit. You walk in that son of a bitch, and the goddamn shit pile is taller than the place you sit down. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> this. And <laughs> I, I bet, I, I bet somebody in the world's like, man, I want to be a fly on the wall and see how that guy got that top fucking I mean, turd who, on. Who there. keeps who keeps piling the fucking ice cream on top of the goddamn cone? This is bullshit, man. At, at some point you got to stop. Some point you got to stop. It's it's nuts, man. And the oil field was great, dude, when the oil field's up. And so I was just talking to my boss uh the other day and they were talking about how oil like, you know, the oil field they're like, "What is it about 80 a barrel?" And I told my boss as soon as they said that, I said, "The second it hits 120, I'll be gone for 3 months." Right. He's like, "What?" Be I said, if it hits 120, 130 a barrel, I'm gone for the next three months. I'm taking vacation. He goes, why? I said, I'm going to go make me some fucking Oprah money for three months, bud. Right. I won't even come home. Now, everybody out there, it, uh, everybody out there tried to do that. Please. be my Go out there. Because when I was working in West Texas, I was gone 23 days out of the month. Right. I wasn't on location 23 days out of the month. But we were... Eight hours away from home. You were gone. You you can't drive back and forth. You can't drive back and forth. No. And we were running 12s. Well, we were running 12s in the beginning, but then we showed them that, you know, we, we run 24s. We're better at t- running 24s. Right. And the thing I hate the most, I wish I, 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 wish, I, wish I had glass right here. The tapping, if so, go out there and tap on the glass in your fucking truck. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to punch somebody when I hear yeah. that shit. Oh, my God. It's time to wake up, motherfucker. Fuck it's time off. to wake up. <laughs> time to go, go to work. Sand, go sand that fucking, go, go sand that well off. Let's get coil out here. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I want to get a nap. No <laughs> shit. You know, I, I, there's so many times, you know, we're, we're pumping water and the fucking blender fucks up, you know, whatever. And they, they just lock her up. They lock her up with sand and. Coolest coven. Oh, thank God I can Fuck sleep. Yeah. I can sleep. I can at least get eight hours of sleep. At least. And then and then you find out who like what we would do being uh wireline, we'd go over there and ask what coil's coming. Right. We'd find out from the company oh, yeah. man what yeah, which coil company's coming. Then we'd find out where they were located and how long it's gonna take to get out there. You go home. Yeah, and they'd say, Oh, it's gonna be six hours to get to location. We're approximately thinking twenty four to forty eight. We'd go back to the hotel and fucking sleep. Dude, we would right. get fucking wasted, dude. Yeah. 
fucking scrape wasted. <laughs> it was the craziest thing going to the oil field to see the amount of uh, the, the craziest thing. The first job I left where we we're there for 24 hours and I'm like fucking beat tired. I mean, I probably got like 30 minutes of sleep and I sure. can sleep fast. I can snap like a light switch. I can go to sleep. We're on our way home. And as soon as we leave location, the uh, engineers like grab the cooler. I'm like, oh, this one right here. And it's a big ass cooler in the back of this fucking crew, ca- this um, crew cab. Right. I mean, it's a big ass right. Yeti. He's like, yeah, open that bitch up. I haven't opened it the whole time I was there. Because, I mean, I'm the new guy. Like, I am fresh as the, fresh as oil. The new, new guy. The new, new motherfucker. Yeah. And I crack it open. Nothing but beer. Yeah. Shit tons of beer. And I was like, there's a bunch of beer in here. And he goes, yeah. How the fuck you think we're going to get home? No shit. Not on water. Not on water. <laughs> it was crazy. And we drank beer the whole. I'm like, this isn't legal. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. Right. By the, by the time you get to that point and you're, you know, you're. You're so fucking tired. You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit, dude. You don't give a flying fuck. And the further we went, right, the further we went in in my oil-filled hitch, right, like right. the hitch, like, or my career. Right. I didn't say hitch because a hitch is going out on location. You, have, you know, you went out on a hitch. My Towards the end of my oil-filled career, all of that started to fizzle out. Drinking on the way home would just wait because, you know, once you start getting up higher up, you get those jobs you want to go do, right? You get you get in with those engineers that you want to work with, the good ones that get the good sure. jobs. And, you know, you'll probably be out there seven or eight, nine days. But that last eight, I think it was a nine day that I was gone. It was either nine or 13 days straight on right. location. Right. Backing off pipe. It was the last one I did. The last job that I ran with Casey. It was uh, Casey, myself, Brandon, and um, Simon. I, I don't think you know Simon, but you know the other two. And the first three days we were staying in the truck and I remember Simon and he's the Brit. I I can't wait to have him on here. I just love talking to the guy. And we we're out there and he's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see if we can fucking stay in one of the man camps. Right. Cause they had, they had the man camp that was there for all the drilling guys. And he's like, I guarantee you we can go sleep in it. And he goes up to come man. He goes, you know, sleeping in the truck fucking sucks. And Casey goes up there and he goes, oh, are you too scared to sleep in the truck there, Britt? <laughs> and I remember the company man was like, oh, dude, you know, we do have, you know, like, so the crew that's out here now on this hitch stays in these and the other ones stay in there. Stay you guys the can go hitch. stay in yeah. there. I went and slept. That was amazing. I mean, you had your own whole entire fucking, it was like a hotel right. out there. Right. You had Big screen TVs, shot your own personal shower, your own personal fucking shitter, your own personal bed. It had two beds per room, you know, me and Simon and then uh, Brandon and, and Casey. Uh, rest in peace, brother. Love that man. God, yeah, hell yeah. Damn, I love that guy. He's a good dude, I man. loved hanging out with him. He was a good dude. Such an amazing fucking guy, but it was cool. I told Simon, I said, I owe you a fucking beer after this one fucking get me out of that fucking truck because it sucked because when you weren't the big man on campus you didn't sit in the front you laid in the back oh i, I mean i i was so i was in a pickup by myself sleeping yeah. but it still fucking sucked it dude. does it's it still fun. sucked it wasn't the same I, and i don't i mean i don't i wish that i could sleep like you i i just don't i mean i you 
you know how to shut it off. I just can't. I'll just lay there. I mean, I take drugs for it. And yeah. I well, well, my thing is, so even prior military and everything, I could always go to sleep pretty quick because, you know, and a lot of people is like, well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of that, or this is, a pro-, you know, like thinking of problems or issues or paying bills or this or that. And I always tell everybody, I always say, what can you fix at two o'clock in the see, morning? See, the reality is, is I fucking know that. I know that none of this fucking matters. None of what you're thinking about matters right now. We'll do because nothing. You can't fix anything. I know I can't. I mean, so go to sleep. Fix it in the morning. It's easier said than done, bro. I know, and and I've learned that from a lot of people. It is easier said than done, but man, I don't know. I'm just I, I am blessed. I'm lucky with it. It is like luck. It. It, it is. It's very lucky because it sucks. Because it like does. like today, so or last night. Excuse me. I go to bed. I, I fell asleep good. You know, fuck this. Focus on my breathing. I could fall asleep, you know, yada, 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 and 3 a.m. I'm awake. Ouch. I mean, I do I do a lot, though, especially in a certain window of time. And typically what it is is I have the wake-up, wake-up dreams or the wake-up, wake-up, wake-up dreams where I'm having a dream that I'm waking up, and I wake up in my bed, and it's normal. Everything is fucking normal. And then I, I get up, and I start walking around the house or I sit up in the bed and I notice things in the room or shit like that. I mean, it happens all the fucking time. It's insane. And then I'll, I'll wake up again or I'll wake up again. I mean, f- usually it takes four times before, I'm, back in reality. before I'm actually awake. And each, oh, time, each time that I wake up, I think that it's real because I'm laying in my bed next to my wife. I look up, I've got a projection clock that projects up on the ceiling yeah to tell the time i can see the time i know it's there and then i start looking around yeah you don't belong here friend it's time to go back where you time came to go from. back where you came so question when you do the wake up wake up wake up dreams and you're on that fourth wake up is the clock the same yeah no shit fuck Ty- off typically it's the same it's oh, the same time so i don't so maybe i'm maybe i'm opening my eyes and seeing the clock but it, I mean, and it, and quite frankly, it could all be happening in a matter of milliseconds. Yeah, I mean, really, it could all be happening in a matter of milliseconds. But it's, I mean, it, I, I mean, I'll get up, I'll go outside. I mean, shit like that. Once, once I realize that I'm not really awake, on occasion, probably four times a month, give or take, if I do dream, I mean, I'll, I'll just carry on with the fucking shit until it finds the end of the road. And I'll, like, then I wake up home. again. Then I wake <laughs> up again. I wake up again. So I have where it's I don't even know what they call it. I I do, but I'm having a brain fart. I was just sitting here trying to think of it. Um, where you you can't. It's like you can't breathe. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. I have that, and it's so bad at times. So if I wake up and it's four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and I wake up and I see some kind of light, like I have to go to the bathroom and. And, you know, we have the light on that's in in our um, closet, right. right? Our walk-in closet right. has a light on. <coughs> and there, so it's not pitch. I, I'll sleep pitch black with no fan. The wife has to have a light and a fan. Well, if I walk into the bathroom, I need my eyes to adjust so I'm not pissing all over the damn floor. Of I'll course. turn the light on. Right. I go back to sleep, and I end up having sleep paralysis where I can't breathe. 
It's like literally somebody just sucks all the air out of my body. I can't move. My eyes are open. I swear I see what's going on in my room and I see everything, but I can't move. So if I'm laying, whichever way I'm laying, that's what I'm seeing. And I end up having to jolt. Like I'll do a real big jolt and then yep. I'll have a fucking headache. And God, I hate that shit. So whenever I wake up, if it's 5.30 and I turn the light on, I'm done. Might I won't as well go back to bed. Might as well Absolutely. get up. Like, but guess what? I always go back to bed. I, t- I did this morning. I mean, it was three. Have to. It was three fourteen, three fourteen a.m. Shout out! It's all. It's always between. It's witching always hour. between three a.m. and four thirty a.m. Isn't that witching hour? It's somewhere in there. I don't. I was talking about the other night with with the little peanut, and I mean, she she said that she said it's three a.m. I mean, it's either it's either right after three a.m. or right after four a.m. I mean. All the time, it's the same thing. Because eventually, I do actually wake up, and I see the clock. What a fucking time. God damn it. God damn it, I'm awake again. I got to try to fall back asleep. This morning, I did. I mean, I got up, walked around, went out in the garage. I made sure nothing was in the house. Nothing's ever in the house besides when I'm still dreaming. When I'm still dreaming, shit's in the fucking house. So this is crazy. I just looked it up. D- now, okay, yes, it's Wikipedia. Whatever, believe what you want. Wicked, but I looked wicked, at a wicked, couple wicked, others. Wicked, wicked. And they all say this. Nonetheless, there is psychological literature suggesting that apparitional experiences and sensed presences are most common between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., mm-hmm. corresponding with a 3 a.m. peak in the amount of melatonin in the body. Right. Right, it's always so that's it's always around that time, bro. And no that's question. Crazy. So I'm thinking that you know the amount I I would I would like to see like if you did a sleep study, I guarantee your melatonin at three a.m. is fucking off the charts. I have I have done the sleep study just just the breathing one to see if I yeah. quit breathing and I breathe fine. Yeah. I mean it's it's my not, brother-in-law. It's has not that at all. It's it, I need the I need the pads hooked up to me and the test of levels and all that bullshit because I'm sure it That's is. Crazy. I mean, when it does happen, it, it probably happens once, once or twice a week. I'm awake at three to four a.m. and usually there's something fucking in the room there. Every time, even when I actually become awake, I still think something's in there, and I I mean I just go ahead and fucking get up. That's well, nuts. Motherfucker, you're in here. We're going to talk about it, you know? Yeah, we're going to have a chit-chat. We're going to have a little chit-chat. Well, it's not where you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> time to wake up again. And let's wake up one more time. That's crazy. Three, That's crazy. Uh, four deep. Mm-hmm. It'll go four deep sometimes. And, and then the same position, waking up in my bed, looking over. My wife's there. Looking over. Clock's there. And then shit shit just starts going fucking different. Those like, fucking bananas. Oh, motherfucker, you're dreaming. <laughs> Wake up again, you know? That's, you know you know what that reminds me of? What? There's a show that you watch, and Casey even watched the shit out of that show. Who is it? I don't know. Think of, think of a show right now that you watch. It's more of the cartoon-style show that just shits bananas every time you watch it. Shit's bananas. The shit is all bananas and crazy when you watch that show. We've oh, watched it over here plenty of times. I mean, you're talking about Rick and yes. Morty, right? 
Yeah. yeah I fucking love that. that ha- it has to. It, that's corresponding to me when you're talking about that. That's all I keep thinking of is Rick and Morty. I'm like, fuck. I think I think of the movie Inception is what I think. Oh of. yeah, I didn't think of that. Sweet gig, sweet yeah. movie. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Rick and Morty though is fucking fantastic. They kind of dumbed it down this this new season yeah. a little bit. They kind of trimmed it back. It's a little more family friendly until this last episode, and then they just turned it the fuck on. I was so happy. I'm so happy. I love that fucking show. I've watched it front to back probably twelve times. It's like oh, every I, episode. Yeah. Fuck. I come home. I come home to eat lunch from work when I do come home, and I just I just kick it on and watch it. And I I know what's gonna happen. I've seen it multiple but you times. Just want to watch it again. I just want to watch it. That's how I've been with a few shows. Like one show that I've watched. Um, I've I've watched three times is Sons of Anarchy. Really? I've never seen it. That's a great fucking show, dude. I've uh, never seen it. Fucking show. But I've always been excited. I don't know. So I guess it's kind of because of my dad. Um, right. Had an old bike. It was an old BA British uh, British Army or British American uh, bike that was, I don't know. It's one or the other. They're going to fucking slaughter me in the fucking I, I'm sure, comments yeah. um, and everything on the show. But he had a bike and he was like, man, this is so rare, yada, yada or whatever. And then, you know, I started riding bikes and, you know, I've had my fair share of motorcycles and, and riding them. Um, but it, what, one thing that's always excited me is the one percenters, right? Like hell's angels and right. galloping goose and, and all those guys, you know, like I, I have watched hours and hours, like, when I mean hours and hours, I'm talking like probably like three years worth of one percenter stuff. I, I follow like I don't really follow a guy too much. I kind of do, but his name's Sos the Ghost, right? And he's on YouTube and stuff like that. And he does, and he's a he has his own one percenter club and stuff like that. And I followed him here and there, but like I'm always excited. Like whenever a motorcycle, like whenever I see like three or four motorcycles rolling down the fucking highway. Like, as soon as they pass, I am like a fucking deer in headlights. Like, and, just and then all of a sudden, I'm like a little kid in a candy store, and I'm looking back, and I'm like, oh, my God. What, what group that? is that? What is that? What Who club is, is that? that? Yeah. What yeah. club is that? Like, I want to know. Like, it's crazy, because even my, my dad was a Freemason. Right. right. And and I want to become a Freemason. Right. My, a lot of my family's been Freemasons. And I'll eventually, and, and I almost did become a Freemason. I was living in Alabama about seven, eight years ago, roughly. I don't remember the exact time frame. Um, and I had a guy that was a Freemason, and he had the elders come over to my house and talk. But when I started talking to him right before they came, I was not in a place, and I still don't feel right now, as of recording this and talking to you now, that I'm in a right. place that I could be a Freemason yet. But I will be. I will become. I I really want to because my da- like the things my dad did. I want to do because I always looked up to him as he is you know God to me basically. Sure. Figuratively I get that. speaking, right? I get that. Yeah. So <coughs> seeing that, like, because anytime I ever asked him about the Freemasons, he'd always change the subject. So right. how do you become one? To be one, ask one. I said, Well, I am asking one. Guess what he do? Change the fucking subject. Right. Change the fucking subject again. I'm like, Dad, you're a fucking Freemason. I want to be a fucking Freemason. Right. 
and he'd always change subject. And I don't think he changed subject because he didn't want me to be one. It's you can't ask your own dad to be a fucking Freemason. No, come on, bud. No, no, figure no. the fuck out. And I figured it out. But you know, I, 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 I don't know. That's just shit like that in history excites me. Right. Like everything from fucking, and, and again, I'll go so far. And like with this podcast, we go in so many different fucking directions. Like, you know, going from talking about you know being in the oil field, and then like, you know, one percenter clubs to. Freemasons and stuff like all that shit excites me so well, much. I mean, there, there's there's just there's so much out there to fucking talk about, to research, to listen to. You know, I mean, it, and it's all I love all that shit too. You know, history. I love history. Just knowing. Well, hold on a second. Let me let me back up a second. I love real history. I don't yes. necessarily love what what necessarily gets taught here and there. Maybe what's in a fucking textbook. I want to read real or listen to real accounts of people that were actually there at that time. And oh I mean, yeah. I mean, in the way the way my brain operates. I mean, I, I mean, I got this one person, and then then I find twelve more, and I I just gather this information and make my own assumption about whatever it is. I mean, that's. <coughs> especially history you have you have to do it that way because all history ever is is the account of somebody talking about it absolutely right that's shit that excites me like all of that and, and i'm with you too and and that's why our conversations are just so fucking cool like but when we're off air and i'm gonna have to pee here in a second well, i need i need to take a beer break anyways man yeah we're gonna have to get one but real quick before we go like you were wanting to talk you said the one thing that's been eyeing you and the one thing that was eyeing me we already talked about. So I say to finish this, polish this thing off here in a little bit, we need to talk the politics and space. Yeah, yeah. I think they're connected. Because I, I, did, I did talk space with Elon Musk. Well, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but we need to. You talked about tiny space, bro. You talked about tiny space. I want to hear tiny, what you're talking about. Tiny space with, within, you know, 30 miles, 30 miles of the fucking planet. That's, that's tiny space. You're talking with the carbon liner. Oh, okay, I see where you there's are. So, there's so much. Yeah. I mean, that's tiny space. Yeah. Big space. All right, bitches. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. I need a beer and a piss. Oh, yeah. Boy has exited the building. See you later, brother. See you later. I was like, oh, dog. I got here, came in here, didn't even, and this is where I fucked up. Didn't even say anything to him because I didn't see him. He was probably sleeping or resting, whatever he was doing. And he knew I was here. He heard my voice, and he was scratching at the door. Well, he can't. He he probably smelled you. I bet he did. Because he can't fucking hear. He can't hear? It's It's gone away. Is it? Yeah, he'll lay there. He'll lay there asleep, and I'll. I mean, the girls will come home from whatever they're doing, school, work, shit like that, and he'll just just keep laying there. He can't hear you. He's get. It's getting worse. You know, he's getting old. He's an old man. He's a fucking old man. Yeah, I'm getting old too. Mm-hmm. Haven't hit forty yet, and I'm still feeling fucking old. Fuck me to tears. Just wait. 
pain's coming. It, I already have it in between my shoulder blades, but let's talk. The one thing that's been exciting me the whole entire time, and I think that's why I started out with the whole Elon Musk thing, because you're right before we went to break to get a beer, piss, and and recoup, so to speak. You were talking space, and you were talking. I, I'm talking the the little space. Yeah, you're talking so about you're little space. I'm so talking so about big space. Okay, big so space. so go into that. To, like this is what excited me. You you want to talk the big space thing, and you know we dude, we get so excited when we talk space. You know how many we've gone down a rabbit hole for like six and a half hours. I, I sort of got. I think it was like four o'clock in the morning one day, Easily. and we're still talking space. Everybody else is asleep. I wish we would recorded that. Shit. Drinking rum, I think. Oh, I should have brought mine. Dude, my refrigerator fucking stopped working. I fucking, before we get into space, I know. Your actual thing. fridge? Yes. At the house. Holy Dude, shit. Dude, yesterday. <laughs> I fucking woke up yesterday and I was working from home and I keep hearing this dee 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 like this fucking beeping noise. Right. Like, and it'll stop and then two minutes later it'll go off again. And I'm like, fucking, and, and at first I thought it was like, if you have a, um, I have a battery backup in my office so i have like two desktops and like five pcs like sure. five laptops that are in there and i have one that's a dedicated server that runs all of my stuff at home like it's fucking mess right right my setup and i thought it was my battery backup because the other day when the storm came through the power flashed so i was like okay well maybe it kicked off and maybe that outlet's bad but why is everything working so I'm like fucking losing my mind. I'm I'm going up in the attic. Looking for the beep. I'm looking for the beep. I yeah. go up in the attic. I go everywhere. I'm looking everywhere for this beep and can't fucking find it. Why? Well, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I don't care. And I'm sitting I'm sitting there on my 930 call and I was like, I, I told my boss about it. And I was like, I heard the beep and I said, yeah, you can beep all you fucking want. I ain't going to find you and I don't give a shit. So beep all fucking day long. I don't care anymore. Right. I was mad. I don't give a fuck. Fuck whatever. So... Your refrigerator quit, and it started beeping. So here's what happened. It didn't quit. So what happened was I went out there, and I was getting ready to make – because I don't eat breakfast until, like, 1030. Right. right. So I eat twice a day. I'll eat breakfast, and I'll eat dinner. And I go out there, and I open the fridge, and I hear the it, – it starts beeping as soon as I open it. It starts doing that little beep thing. But I've opened it, like, four times prior to that. Because right. I have some apple cider in there, and I have uh, peach apple cider that I got down at K&S Produce. Right, right. Shout out to them. Shout out. Awesome place <coughs> out there in Ringwood. Um, anyways, but I look up, and in the fridge right at the top is where it shows the temperature for the freezer because it's the double doors that open right. up the freezer on the left, fridge on the right. And it says H1, which looks like a 1, but it's saying high, like high temperature. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, God, I found it. So I hit the button and the the numbers come back and we usually had it like eight and six, and right? And, you know, is where the temperature was, and not even two minutes later, it's beeping again. I'm like, I'm ah, fuck. So I go do it again. So I unplugged it, the fridge, and I waited like ten, fifteen seconds and I plugged it back in, doing it again. Well, the wife leaves. She, well, I go pick her up from work and she goes to get, you know, get our youngest son from school and um it's doing it again so i called and i was like i need this shit looked at like there's something going on here 
And they're like, oh, okay, you know, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I was like, all I know is it's a fucking this refrigerator. And it's saying H and I on both sides. It's like blinking. And so the guy comes and he makes me pull everything out of the freezer. Yeah. The fan stopped. So there is a pickup tube that goes into the ice maker that because the water here is so it, it it's very it, it's, it's hard very water. hard it's hard, hard water. water yeah and it it had like bumps on it so the water was sloshing and swirling every time it fill up the ice tray sure and so what it would happen is water would spill through the back behind the little metal thing that was back there and ice cubes were forming yeah well the fan shut off because it was that temperature yeah and the ice cube got lodged in there and when the fan went to kick back on it, couldn't it couldn't move because the ice. So and and the coils were frozen up. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I I, I didn't. I don't know anything. About, I'm an IT guy. I do IT. I mean, you did what an IT guy would do: unplug the son of a bitch and plug it back in. <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> Fuck. If 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 plug if unplugging it or shutting it off and turning it back on doesn't work. Call the engineer. Yeah, call an engineer. Yeah, yeah, no shit. They're the ones that know. So the guy came and he spent probably like three or four minutes, you know, tearing it apart. And then he spent another five, six minutes fucking defrosting the coils that were back there and got right. the fan running. I heard the fan. I said, I have, and I'm sitting at my, and, and you know, my office is right outside right the outside kitchen. The, yeah. And I look over to him and I'm working. I'm on a conference call and I thought I was muted. I looked over and I said, I haven't heard that fucking sound in a while. And they're like, ex- like in my headset, they're like, you haven't heard what, Tom? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I said that. I said, oh, fuck. And I paused it or muted right. my mic. And I looked over and I, and I told him, I said, I haven't heard that fucking sound in a while. And he goes, yeah, your fan's running. He goes, this is the block of ice. And th- it was a block of ice. It wasn't a little lady. Be- the block of ice when he first pulled it out was the size of that fucking beer, beer bottle right there. Right. Like the size of a fucking 12-ounce beer can. Yeah. And I was, he's like, that was all your problem was. And I was like, well, the lady I talked to told me that it was this sensor thing doing this and this. And you had to replace this and all this. And he goes, no, it's not H1. It's HI because your temperature is high. Temperature is high. And he goes, do you have he and she asked me, too. She goes, do you have a thermostat or, you know, anything that you can test the temperature with inside there? I said, yeah, there's one in there. I keep it in all my freezers. I don't know why. My dad's always done it, and my family has, so I do it. And it was saying like 48 degrees, and I right. was like, there's the dummy it's light. It's not going to work. The fucking dummy light came on. I shit you not, the dummy light came on, and I was like, son of a bitch. I am so fucking stupid that I thought H1, not HI, H-I. for high temperature. <coughs> it was a high temperature alert because the fan stopped working. It's easy to... It's easy to interpret symbols, what whatever you see. Yeah. Okay, so so you know what I do. Every day, all day, dealing with equipment. So uh, I mean, a guy calls, and I've got this, I've got this pie shaped symbol with this upside down arrow on it. You know, it's just some people interpret things differently. differently. Is yeah. where I'm going with that. I mean, uh, and you can never. It's really, really hard to have a conversation. With somebody, especially when it's symbols like an HI or an H1, that's pretty easy for me to determine which one it is. If I'm the guy on the other end of the phone, because I'm, I'm, hi- I'm, I'm highly that. technical, 
on on what I've learned for what I do. But when you have a fucking symbol, a symbol is is so much different for somebody to explain it to you. So I mean, just just like uh, an upside down moon w- with an arrow point to it, and it, and typically my go to is here's my cell phone number, send me a picture. Yeah, no because shit. Because that's that's the only way that I'm gonna be able to help them. That's the only way. I do it all the time. And and I'm not a and I'm not not a technical person. I'm very technical. I mean, right. I just tore apart a computer yesterday. I mean, you, you've seen H H H one. Appears to be an error code. I, I get well, what. Well, and the reason I thought it was H one is because when you actually look at it, so it's a frigid air, and it says the numbers are between one and nine. One being the hottest, nine being the coldest. Right. So when I see an alert come on, I think of H one motherfucker, not right. H I. Not an H I. I'm being that fucking. I'm being that melodramatic with it. Like right. That, that's where my mind's going. My mind's like, yeah, fuck off dude like this is what it is <laughs> but yeah he fixed it we're good man the, the freezer's good <laughs> food didn't spoil the wife was mad and i'm luck luckily that you know we we haven't gone grocery shopping because we'll grocery shop like once a like do our big grocery shop once a month right i love all these shout out there we're not sponsored by them but all these i all fucking these. love you guys I, dude never, you need to go there i've never been there what the fuck are you doing with your life I don't, I mean, what's Besides the sitting across from me fucking wearing a shit-ass OU shirt. Did they even win? Fuck you, bitch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, fuck it. I hope they did. Because my wife's an OU fan. I like OU. I really do. They're a good, they're a good program. They've been skating by the skin of they don't, fucking they, teeth. They don't, they fucked up, though. The same thing that Missouri did, they fucked up. You know what it is? What? Going to the SEC and think they're going to be worth a fuck. Mm. Roll Tide, motherfucker. They might be. They, they might actually get there and, and not do anything. They're going to be like Missouri. Missouri has sucked for so many years. Can I just say they're going to su- Like, I know they're not going <coughs> to suck. They're going to give Alabama. They already give Alabama a run for their money. They're, they're a great They're the team, team that can. The, the team that's going to do it this year is fucking Georgia. I think Bama can beat Georgia. Not on their offense. If their defense can play. Fucking Georgia's defense is what's going to win them this. Georgia's. Georgia. Georgia's defense is great. Good Alabama's job. offense, their quarterback, I don't like him. Just like Spencer Rattler in right. OU, I right. fucking hate Spencer Rattler. And I was just talking to a guy. He's a contractor for us out, at the, out there where I work. Um, and I was talking to him. He goes, yeah, he's got to go. I'm like, and even the wife. I think he just he, – n- no disrespect to the man. He's very athletic. He's a great athletic guy. But my brother-in-law told me that he that he has a really good friend, and I, and I trust him. I really do. My brother-in-law goes to the University of Connecticut. Um, he's a, an aspiring actor, really fucking amazing at it. But anyways, he has a friend that goes to OU right? and said that Spencer Rattler, if you're not part of the team and you're not like this really great, you know, like if it, it's kind of like if you don't drive a Porsche, you're like a bottom feeder. You're a piece of shit. Like they've said he's a really big asshole. Really? Yeah. Like he's a complete asshole. And he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. Well, guess what? Yeah, I'm not the best at fucking football, but an attitude like that, you're not going to go to the NFL because they're going to spit you the fuck out. They did that I mean, to a lot of guys in Buffalo and everywhere else. They did to a lot of guys. A lot of guys roll in that that world, and <coughs> you know. Guy started. I mean, just just roll the timeline there. 
Guy starts in high school, yeah, he's a fucking superstar, right? He's a stud. All the girls fucking love him. All the girls love him. Blah blah blah. He can he can do whatever the fuck he wants. You're all up on the college. It's it's close. It's close to the same thing. You know, I mean, you're you're good at what you do, but you're still you're stepping up into a higher caliber. The percentage of people that start a high school career and go on to the NFL is very small. I don't know the number, but yeah, it's, it's, a, very it's a very, very, very low percentage. So once once you get to the NFL, actually, in it, you are you're the top one percent of all football players in the at entire position in the entire world at in that the, position yeah. at each position. Yeah, no matter what. I mean, your your right guard is the top of the fucking top. You're fucking your uh, defensive linemen, your linebackers, your cornerbacks, your quarterback, your running back. Everything. Everybody everybody is at the top of their game or, you know, their contract gets fucking canceled and they go sell cars. Yeah, or they go to the fucking, they go to Canada. I mean, it happened to Jason. Well, Jason Wyatt doesn't doesn't sell cars. He sells air conditioning, but, (laughs) but, you know. But but that's what I'm saying. So you, you can come in, you can be very athletic. But I do not see, and I'm going to say this now, I don't see Spencer Rattler as a really good NFL quarterback. There's no telling. I mean, there, there's still a lot of time He could surprise there. me. Don't get he me wrong. Could, he could. He could grow up. He could calm the fuck down. He could grow the fuck up and, be, and become the next fucking, I'm not, I'm not going to say Montana or anything like that, the next uh, Tom fucking Brady. No, man. He's no. the GOAT, though. I have to admit it. I hate him so much. I hate Tom Brady so much because he's so fucking good. He doesn't look good this year, though. The motherfucker knows how to win. He's a a good fucking quarterback. He's a great leader. Wasn't even a first-round draft pick either. No. No, he was he was second to Bledsoe. Second round or third, Bledsoe. like almost fucking, almost a third-round draft pick. Until Bledsoe, until Bledsoe got hurt, Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Until he got hurt, I mean, nobody knew who Tom Brady was. He got hurt. He had a shoulder injury, leg injury. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure I'll get crucified over not knowing it. But, I mean, that's that's what it was. He was a uh, second-rate guy. I mean, look at him now. I mean, probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. If you look at winning percentage, winning percentages and everything else. So Tom Brady was the 199th overall pick in the 2000 NFL draft. He was a sixth rounder. And look at him. He's the fucking goat. He's the fucking goat. Everybody out there that thinks that they can't make it, you can. But the thing is, like, the whole thing, the reason I was talking about the Spencer Rattler thing is because you cannot come in there cocky. Like, you can't be cocky in anything you do and expect to be the greatest. You can't. You got to be humble with it. and. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe it was just you caught him on the wrong day. But everybody I've talked to said that Spencer Rattler is that. Well, guess what, Spencer? And I'm going to talk to you personally on this. You're not Alabama. You're not an NFL quarterback right now. And you're not one of the great. Okay? You're, you're mediocre at best. And no, I'm not. Right? Like, I, I'm a little guy. I know, I played soccer and golf growing up. You know, right. I don't do any of those sports. Right? right? I didn't do any. But... You're playing for fucking OU you're, mediocre at best. You're fucking talking shit about a guy that you don't even know. I don't care. Like I, I'm not. I don't want to talk shit shit on the guy. 
But I just want to say that, like, look, if you really are being a fucking asshole and a prick to all these people that look up to you, because that's the big thing. These people look up to you. Like, if I took my kid to an OU game, right, mm-hmm. any of my kids to an mm-hmm. OU game, my mm-hmm. daughter's been to many. She flew, you know, going back to the oil field thing, she has a lot of friends that have, you know, family members that own oil field companies, and she's flown in private jets and helicopters and stuff to the OSU game and OU games, right? Right, right. Still, if my daughter or my son or any of my kids go and see you and you're a fucking prick to them because whatever the case is, fuck you. You you are well, worthless. I agree. I, I agree with that. I agree Like with even pe- that normal totally. people, because when you look at the NFL, they give out awards for people who are not only great on the field, but are fucking amazing off the field. That's what makes a football player to me is if you're amazing on the field and off the field, that's when you get fucking kudos I mean, from me. Perfect example. I mean, Lor- I mean Lawrence Taylor. I mean, he was mm. great on the field, and he, you know, he smoked a lot of crack off the field. Fantastic dude. Smile with the with the big old gap, crazy motherfucker. Big old gap, crazy, gap crazy motherfucker. But amazing. but the other what, what's what's the dude that hosts the hosts the show, host the oh the podcast. He was a kicker. No 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 not not it wasn't LT. LT's back in the day. I mean, that's somebody should just Oh, no, I crazy. thought you were talking about recently. The recent guy. He's on. He's on Kelly and something or some. Oh, you're bullshit. talking about uh, Michael Strahan. Strahan. I think it is, I isn't think, it? I think Strahan's a good dude, man. With the gap teeth? Yeah, oh, yeah. Michael Strahan? LT's got gap teeth, too. <laughs> LaDainian Tomlinson. Is that who you're talking about, LT? LaDainian no, Tomlinson. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Lawrence Taylor. The fuck did I just say, Ladainian Thompson? Lawrence Taylor is one back. of the best fucking defensive guys ever. Wait, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. Yeah, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, no idea. What? No, no recollection. No recollection of Bruce Smith. I think. How about the Bills from the ninety to ninety five? Any recollection of any of that? Because we went to was five super. It was like four or five Super Bowls in a row, and we lost. Well, Every I mean, one, single one. one. Elway played for him? No, Jim Kelly. Or Kelly. Kelly, sorry. Jesus Christ. John Elway was Denver. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not I'm not a real huge football On fan. the next, teach <laughs> teach Tony how <laughs> the NFL <laughs> and who played on what team. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Listen, listen, back in back in the nineties, okay, I was a No, I did not feed the dogs. Holy shit, she scared the fuck out of me, dude. I'm not even going to lie. Like, my heart's beating. Like, really? it's racing right now. You could have given me a warning somebody was back there, but I just I felt know. the presence, and I looked, and I was like, ooh. I didn't have any idea. He did. She opened the door and stuck her head in. Oh, yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah, back so in I the did. 90s. You back were in the 90s, I was a... I've always been a Chiefs fan, but I was a 49ers fan back then. Oh, oh, Montana rice, the Montana, Montana rice, rice, sticky fingers. I think that was his nickname, right? I don't know. I mean, for more Jerry reason, Rice was sticky. For fingers. more reason than Swear one, God, I'm he sure. had super glue on his hands. They were a good duo, but but then you got to think like Buffalo, right? And and this is I, I'm a huge Bills fan, right? So okay, whatever, take it like it is. But Jim Kelly. Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, Thurman Thomas, Phil Hansen, Steve Tasker, Don Beebe. Like, I met all those guys. I went to every Bills training camp from 88 to 2000 every single year. I really? don't think we missed a year. I swear to God, I don't think we missed a year. 
all the way up to 2000. It may how have been 99, 98. How did, how did you achieve that? I mean, how? So my dad's from Buffalo. Gotcha. And my uncle, God rest his soul now, and my dad, God rest his soul, he, my uncle lived in Buffalo, and well, in Olean, New York. So we'd always go back every year to Olean around the Bills training camp. Right. We'd go back to uh, Olean, and we'd stop, and um, there was a pier, and uh, I, I think it was like Pier 1 or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, and we'd get smoked pink salmon from Hell Lake yeah. Erie. Hell yeah. They had po- smoked pink salmon. We'd get that, and we'd go to Olean. And then the very next day, we'd spend the day up in Buffalo, and then we'd drive back because my dad was a truck driver. So we'd go up to Buffalo, and we'd spend the day one day, <laughs> as all it was. We wouldn't go two days. We'd spend one day at the Bills training camp and just watch them. And we got to meet a lot of those guys. Like Bruce Smith, me as a little kid. Think of this in the 90s, right? 1990s, mm-hmm. right? I was born in 84. Yeah, you were six <laughs> years right? old. Yeah, Six years old. And I'm looking up at Bruce Smith. And Phil Hansen, which they called him the Doc, yeah, on the team, and, and and even just like Steve Task or Thurman Thomas or Don Beebe or Andre Reed or even Jim Kelly, any of those guys, like I can go on and on and on with all those guys. I mean, looking at Bruce Smith was like looking at the, looking at like the Twin Towers or the Eiffel Tower or you oh, know, I'm sure. anything like. I'm it, sure. I this mean, guy was a monster. You got this huge idol Terrifying. in front of you. I mean, and, and he's just. But a, they were the sweetest dudes ever. Just a great big son of a bitch, you know. And the most amazing guy to talk to. Really? Yeah. All those guys were so amazing. And that's why I was on the whole Spencer Rattler thing. Like, seriously, if you are that way, you're fucking up, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. You it, have it, too many people <laughs> looking up to you. You're going to make millions. You have the ability to make millions and millions millions of dollars in the nfl Mm -hmm. but yet you want to be a fucking prick to the people that are going to pay you that because if we don't watch football you don't make that money most people in that kind of position that that he'll grow he has grew up being this he just hasn't been put in his place yet if if any of that shit's even true you know i mean and yeah i could be wrong he he just he just hasn't he'll get put in his place or he'll I mean or he'll end up you know fighting dogs like Michael Vick who knows I don't know ta 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 see what you did there uh yeah no that's the only reason I said that I don't want to be a prick and I don't want to like fucking bash anybody especially somebody like him but it's like if that's seriously you do look at your life dude yeah no shit because. Cause and, and that's what's crazy about like NFL players that go and fucking beat their wives or go and beat women or go and fucking kill somebody or go and do this or go and do that. Like you're making millions, and I get it. You're getting hit in the head, and you know they well, have all those this stuff. Those guys take are an the exception. medical side. Take those the medical guys, side away. The guys that get beaten the head and, and whack the fuck off. That's an exception. Yeah, and, and and you can say it's all of them, right? Because everybody's gonna get <laughs> fucking shit. smoked most of the time. I Whatever. Mean, I don't smoke like, in the head. Like you've been smoking. Maybe in the a head. quarterback, maybe a fucking, you know, tight end, wide receiver, fucking free safety. Like those guys are gonna get fucking licked. You're hard. T- you're talking Come about on. the fucking but asshole motherfuckers, though, is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like how? Like you're making millions you of dollars and you're gonna throw all of that away for fucking wanting to you beat have somebody? The sweetest job on the planet. Sure no there's shit. sure there's some risk there. You might get hit in the head too many times and turn out, you know, shaking like Ali. Who the fuck knows? But other than that, I mean, multi, I multi, you, Ali. I love Ali too. Multi, multi million dollars for 
playing a fucking game for working for working 24 weeks 25 weeks out of the year half a year you work half a year and you make a hundred million dollars whatever the fuck it is 20 mil 10 mil a year i mean it's it's multi-level contract and and i had to look at this the average nfl the median salary for all nfl players guess what the number i want to guess i want to guess guess a year it just says the average salary, so we'll go yearly. Yes, it's yearly. It would be so year. I'm gonna say two and a half mil. Hmm? Lower. Oh, eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. The median. So listen, the average salary of an NFL player year to year is eight hundred sixty thousand. You can't get me to beat anybody for that. I don't give a fuck. No, man. Why would Ain't you? Ain't no fucking way I'm beating I mean, anybody's ass for 860000 If you are doing that, you're just naturally a piece of shit. That's yeah. what it is. Really. But then again, a lot of NFL players are broke within the first three years of fucking getting out of the NFL. Because they, they don't know how to manage their money. They're throwing, Think about that as you're a kid. And, and, and I get that. That's the hard part with them is as a kid... You're coming out of high school, going straight into college. You're doing nothing but playing sports and getting your degree if you last that long. If you last that long, yeah. If not, you go in the NFL, you're playing. You've never been taught how to manage your money. You've never had any, anything that has to do with living on your own and right. and hard, like that hard knock life. Like yeah, you may have had that hard knock life growing up because you lived out there in, you know, inner city struggles and stuff i get that right i don't want to discredit them because i've never had to live that right i never have and and god bless anybody that has to like i hate that that they have to live like that or they have had to grow up like that well i mean but the thing is you would think you would think somebody that has that kind of money is smart enough like i went to school with darren sproles right? right i went to school with darren sproles right the guy never talked to anybody he had a stutter and but he's phenomenal athlete phenomenal dude has tree trunk for legs i was playing golf for the high school at the north high school where darren sproles went to school and our coach told us we need to go pick one more sport and i said well i'll go play football because i'm good at kicking because i played soccer or i'm good at throwing i can throw with both hands because i'm ambidextrous i got hit by darren sproles he had the ball he had the ball. Yeah. He hit me. And it hurt. It, no. It, yeah. It didn't yeah. just hurt. I went and took the pads off and gave it to the fucking coach and said, I'm going to do track. Fuck this. <laughs> and I went and did track. I ran the 800 meter. And I fucking sucked at that, too. I fell. The first track meet I went to and I ran, I fell right out of the fucking gate. Like, right on that first turn, Sweet. I fucking fell. I tripped on somebody. And I fucking um, high tore my... High five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tore my fucking Achilles tendon or some shit. I fucking stretched something. It fucking hurt. I didn't even finish it. Fuck, I suck. But I didn't suck at soccer. I didn't suck at golf. Right. I mean, it's it's just the the point to what I think you're getting out there is, I mean, the, it's it's such a it's such a step up, and I mean, just humans in general, right? So, you know me. I mean, I'm 180 pounds. I was a 120 pounds in fucking high school. I'm six three and scrawny motherfucker you know whatever so that's 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 one side of the equation and then then you have just these ultimate specimens of humans 
that are just fucking goddamn exceptional. I mean, hand-eye coordination, and it could and it could be all over the board. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be sports. I mean, there's there's likely so many of them that, and you've probably experienced this that that roll through the military that are phenomenal fucking athletes. Oh, I mean, shit. I mean, in the in the head, in the body, the, their whole fucking soul, they are just phenomenal human beings. I mean, you, you think about seals and fucking dudes like that that are just born to fucking lead, born to kill, born to, you know, wh- however you want to say it. Yeah, there was, dude, there was a guy in the military that, sure that I was in basic with was exceptional when it came to athleticism. Everything, I'm he sure. He killed everything. When it came to, like, PT, like, the physical side right. of it, like, his... PT scores were off the fucking charts. Like when I went into the military, my recruiter was a uh, half ton Lakeston. It was Sergeant Lakeston. We called him half ton Lakeston. Like he had all these awards inside his uh, office, uh, like PT scores where he just crushed shit. And this guy that w- that I went that I was and he wasn't even from America. Like he was not born in America. Right. But he's an American citizen and he went to the military. God bless him. I'm, I'm not gonna you know, throw his name out there and stuff. But dude was so amazing. And we ended up getting to fire the AT-4, the anti-tank rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that whole day, what we did is, so what they call it is, um, it's urban weapon, or not urban weapons, international and national weapons training. Mm -hmm. And we also did uh, mount training military operation in urban terrain that whole day. And I remember we were firing they what they did is they retrofitted an AT4 anti-tank rocket launcher and it was firing 9 millimeter rounds so an AT4 if you've ever seen one in person and these things are not small right and they're every bit of about 3 i think they're about 3 and a half they're, they're about the size of this table um lengthwise and i remember asking my drill instructor i said are we going to be able to fire one he said at $3000 a a button which means every time you fire every one, three thousand yeah. dollars to our taxpayer. He said, "Do you think the taxpayers want to play for you to fuck around, private?" And I was like, "No, Joe Sarney." He goes, "I didn't think so. So keep firing that bitch." <laughs> and he didn't say keep firing that bitch, as in keep firing. They calling the AT four bitch. Yeah. He was calling me a bitch. Right, right. Uh, but he said somebody will, and the guy that I was talking about that was exceptional, that was the thing. If you led all of the PT scores, you got to fire it. And when they say it has about a 60-foot backblast, that bitch does. Yeah, you don't stand behind it. No, you don't. Yeah. And it's two big booms is all you hear. You hear a big-ass boom when it comes out of the front of that motherfucker, and you hear a big-ass boom when it hits the tank. When it hits hits what it's hitting. (laughs) Or hits whatever it's hitting. And it hit a tank. They had a tank out there. It was not even 100 yards out. And that tank fucking rocked. I remember seeing that bitch just fucking rock like That's it was cool. like it was a boat in the ocean. That's cool. It was fucking fun. That's Dude, cool. Dude, basic, you know, mili- the military was fun. Like when I first got to basic and went through basic, and there's probably a lot of people that are listening that can say this to you know a lot of prior military or or those that are in the military. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't in there as long as some of the people were, right? You know, I did basic and I did AIT, and you know. Medically, I was I was done with my knee, but um, they going into the military. I thought prisoners had more rights than I did. Right. 
Like, I legit wanted to call my recruiter and tell him to go fuck himself in every which way possible. Right. Now, I don't know how the military is now with all these little fucking kids. Like, they get these stress card things now. Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't know. And I think we, we may have talked about it on the first episode, or the, the first episode with James, uh, with these stress cards. I didn't get that shit. I got my head bounced off of a fucking car hood, and my M16 jammed right into my fucking, like, my cheekbone in between my cheek and my nose. Right. And my drill instructor said, give me one good reason why I shouldn't kill you. That's And that was early 2000s when that happened. Early, early. I think it was, like, 04. Well, if you, I mean, if if you think about that, bro, I mean, you're... And I, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. The I mean, the the Navy tried to recruit me because of some fucking test I took, whatever. It do, doesn't matter. But, I mean, you think about that. I mean, our, we're, we're training young men, I mean, and, and women to to go off and kill people, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, there's, there's no room for sissy, sassy bullshit. Political I mean, bullshit. There's you, not. You're, you're going to be put in a hole next to your brother shooting at somebody that wants to kill you somebody that wants to fucking kill you i mean you you gotta harden the fuck up you know yeah you gotta wreck the fuck up like that that was my thing like when i like so when i went in to the military it was early oh three because i graduated oh two i went in oh four i believe is when yeah oh four is when i went in the military it was two years out of high school right so, uh, so I mean, you're you're no, right well, there. No, no, I just turned 21, so it was 05 when I went in. I just turned 21, so it was 05. So that's a few years into you know kicking but Afghanistan's ass. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I, so I went, and that was my main reason to go in after 9/11 happened. I sure. seriously watched the shock and awe campaign that Bush put on them motherfuckers. I watched like when I mean I watched shock and awe. I could there's probably a very small handful of people that watched it like I did. I literally, if I was, I was, I was just out of school. When I was at work, I had a TV on watching it. And I was working at O'Reilly's at the time, right? Right. The auto parts store. And I was legit. Wa- that's all I did was watch the shock and awe campaign. And I was like, I want to go. And, and I have nothing against <coughs> Arabic people by any means. And I'll say this right now for what I'm going to say. My, my thing was being a dumbass little fucking kid. And I was stupid. And, and my father-in-law will even tell you, and a lot of people that knew me when I was younger will tell you, I was really dumb, but I was like, I want to go kill me a fucking towelhead. They want to fucking do that to our country? Fuck them. I want to kill every last one of them fucking Arabic motherfuckers. And then I actually, in AIT, um, it was in the middle of, of us over in Iraq and Afghanistan, and no, I, I never deployed. Um, we did have a group of, um, Afghani soldiers that sure. were over here training sure. um, with us, and they their families were some of the coolest fucking people I ever met in my life. Oh, I'm sure it did. Like I'm sure. some of the most laid back, coolest fucking people ever. So that's one thing that America gets wrong, and a lot of people gets wrong. It's not the Arabic nation, or so to speak. That it's. It is the jihadists. It's the Taliban. It's it's those that are going against that. And they've been fighting that war for millions of years, right? Or thousands of years, hundreds of years, whatever. Right? It, well, I, I came in with a shitty attitude. In the yeah. middle, and, and that was yeah. my downfall, right? That, that was kind of my downfall going in. Because my main goal was to, if you want to kill 
what I consider prior military, my family is any American. Sure. I'm coming to kill you. Right. And that wasn't the thing. Like, literally, they were on base, and I wasn't plotting. Like, l- let me be very clear. I wasn't plotting I- when I was in the military. These people were coming over to kill them. I didn't trust them. I was very, very sketched to work with them day to day. Um, and I, I, I rarely did, right? Because I'm in AIT. I've rarely, rarely even seen them. But when I did, I was very sketched. Like, right now, I cannot have my back to a door. Here I can because I, I'm in a place I can trust. But, like, in a restaurant or anything but to be very clear i never wanted to wish death upon anyone after i learned well once i a, learned about it's it. the it's the typical thing that that happens i mean and, and it's one of the biggest problems with with the way the media works right so i mean and i mean and the well no i'm not going down that road okay so the way that the I mean the media works, it's it's portraying this this thing that happened, right? The towers fell, the planes flew into them. They were foreign-born people. They were from you know Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, or wherever the Middle East. And people get in their heads that, well, it's what's this whole group of people? Well, yeah, now it's all of them, not just it's all of them, not just not just these tiny few radical crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, it's this whole group, and the reality is, is that majority of citizens of the fucking earth are not that much different than the rest of us. Exactly. We we want to. I mean, we want to go to work. We want to come home. We want to provide for our family. We want to teach teach good values. We want to be respectful to our fellow human being. I mean, uh, and that's and that that's the that's the sad thing. I mean, it's a, it's a great part of this country that we're you and I are allowed to do this, and we're we're not living under some crazy regime that that just controls your whole life on yeah. on everything that you do. I mean, that my my point is is that, <coughs> like I said, the the majority of people on on this planet i truly believe they they only want one thing they just they want to live be happy catch a little entertainment catch a little good time and you know live out their life and and pass something along that is positive yeah a value to yeah a value to the rest of us yeah you know i don't know like you know you had a a guy come over and we kind of had a little spat at the old house. Well, sure, I mean, but I mean, but it's but but it's it, the, the perfect example of him is is being caught up into the bullshit of what's there, of what I mean. It was he was that that particular individual was caught up in the in the Q um, phenomenon or whatever it's called phenomenon the Q phenomenon whatever you want to call it that that. <coughs> military folks are are there fighting for the wrong reason and i don't believe that i'm not a military guy my my true belief is that you're there i mean initially you go in for a reason (coughs) whether it's revenge education or you've just fucked up bad enough to go in or, or or it's a career thing and at the end, at the end of when you come out of a situation like that, you're 
you were there to fight next to your brothers. You yeah. you made a brother yeah. while you were there, and that that's who you're protecting. This this huge big picture overhanging cloud of of the military industrial complex or the fucking dog is gonna die. You guys can hear that. I know you can. Yeah. I love that dog. And she just interrupted my train of thought. So the but th- the theory of you know, you got this you got this overseer, which that's yeah. that's where he was. We got this overseer brainwashing everybody yeah, exactly. To go f- fight. You're you're not fighting. You're you're fighting for, you know, you're fighting for the government. The man. For your, you're fighting for, for the man. No, you're not. You're not fighting for the man. That's you're, where I lost my shit. You're fighting. <laughs> yeah, so you everybody knows your fucking shit. You're fighting for for the guy next to you. Yeah, I that's what you're that. fighting for. <clears throat> and I never I never deployed, like I said, but I want to put his teeth in the back of his mouth. Like I have friends that have fought, and I had family members that have fought for this country. We don't fight. For the government's sake, we fight for our brothers and sisters that are there. But and, yeah, it's and your brothers and sisters that are that are that are landlocked, lo- like me. I didn't go. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go to the military. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting too, for everybody. I'm here. too fucking old to go now, anyways. But I mean, you you truly, you, I'm fighting for that flag. You truly believe that you're fighting for what this country was founded on. This country was Absolutely. founded on freedom democracy and it's all fucked up now you and i both know that it's all fucking fucked up now and that's a rabbit hole we could kill the whole three or four hours easily but the big thing yeah i went in two reasons i wanted to better my family i wasn't i didn't have really a lot of options yeah i could have played golf and i fucked that up could have played soccer because my knee and and stuff didn't do it but i went into the military it was that, and I kind of wanted some revenge because I felt like, you know, not a lot of people go and do that, and I wanted to fight for the people that were here that didn't have that say-so in it. But, yeah, you know, I love everybody, the military. Um, again, episode one, um, we had an amazing, an amazing story with with with, with Mr. Bryan on there, uh, yeah, yeah. with Mr. James Bryan. So amazing to hear his story from the Vietnam era and you know again yeah I never deployed but I mean those are the heroes those are the people that I look up I mean he didn't he didn't talk about it but you and I both know I mean he didn't talk about that much but you and I both know that when when those those guys came home I mean they they were fucking they were ridiculed and spit on I mean it was a it was a bad situation for those guys like shit treated like shit and I mean, all the <coughs> he didn't all choose to do it. All they were doing was two things: one, following orders, and fighting for the fucking dude next to him. I mean, he tells a fucking and amazing yeah. story of fighting for the fucking dude and, next and, to him, and and to bring their ass home safely so bring you can see their loved ones. So and they came home to these, you know, to everybody. You know, yeah, you could say to the hippie group or whatever that's like, oh, you know, you're doing this or. You know, why are you, you know, you're fighting a fight you didn't need to be in. He, a lot of those guys that went in didn't have the choice. They, they didn't like, have the choice. When you no. turn 18, everybody still to this day, I believe, as soon as you turn 18, you sign up for selective service. Everyone, I had to do it. Every I did, yeah. You had every to sign up for did. selective service. So if shit happens like World War Three. guess what? Your yeah. ass is going. Your ass is going. If I need you, you're going. Now, yeah, granted, if you're too old or this or that or have a debilitating cause because of, 
you know, in between the time you signed up for 18 to now you can't actually go. But it was amazing to hear that story. Sure. And if you guys didn't get to hear it, go back and listen because it's, worth it's amazing it. it's worth to fucking to. hear that guy. And God, we're gonna have we're gonna have him on again. I want to get deeper into that story with that guy. But moving on to close this, we've been on here a bit, but let's just touch to give them a little bit of insight of what the next one will be. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of think we can have, I have somebody that I'd like to interview um, for our next podcast, but let's touch a little bit. I think we could touch space and politics with them. So let's touch. I, I, I wanted to when we got here and we went down a rabbit hole again. We do that all the time. Right. But let's touch that real quick as we're going out. Politics and uh, aliens. Okay. That's, that's what I brought up to bring back after the break and then we start talking about yeah. fucking football <laughs> so i believe that the whole the whole thing is is way more intertwined than any of us know so uh, and there's more and more coming out all the time and and, and they did just release a lot of stuff and was it told be, it might from be congress bullshit. it might be bullshit and the congress did have have the government and military released a lot of stuff on aliens. Have you looked into that? Mm-hmm. I haven't. The, I mean, the thing that makes me question that specifically is, uh, is it, is it blue beam project blue beam back, back in the forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. There's a series over it. I mean, the guy was specifically sent out to discount everything. So if it's just a reverse sign of that, I mean, maybe it's not real. I mean, I, I, Personally, I believe because I understand a lot about science and the way shit actually fucking works down to the tiniest to the biggest that they're they are out there. There's there's no doubt that they are. They are. I mean, there's no doubt to me that it is happening somewhere. And, you know, I've met a lot of people that 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 I ask and, and I always love asking this question. I don't have to ask you. I mean, you know, when I first met you or whatever, I asked you this, but was, do you believe that life exists outside of Earth? There's no doubt, man. So I've asked people that same thing. It's amazing the answers that the you get. Answers I've, uh, the answers I've gotten, I've gotten from people. No. I mean, just. And I'm and like, how? I, that's all I ask after that. Um, they say no. I say, do you believe life exists outside earth and and i had that same conversation with that guy that i lost my shit on do you believe life exists outside of earth and when i get the no i say why i don't know so how, I say, you, why? how you can't why? i don't know how you can physically fathom that fathom that there's not because you have to look at it like this the what we know we know more about space than we know about our own oceans right that's likely we haven't explored and 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 i've looked it up and i even looked it up when i was in florida so i was in florida and that was one thing that i want to bring up on a podcast i think we should do it on the next one or or it'll come up was i was sitting out there right at night close to night close to nightfall Mm -hmm. panama city beach Mm -hmm. about fucking 60 70 yards off the fucking coast like literally off the shore like way out there where in the water the wa- in the water in the water yeah like where we were when we were on Shell Island when we went out there and we were just amazed by what we were looking at like legit the sun's going down 
you see nothing but stars, and you're looking in front of you, you know there is a shelf that drops at, I don't know, is it another hundred fucking yards? Is it another fucking, is it a mile and a half out? Yeah, it's further than where we were it's standing, not of that course. It's not that far. But my big thing is, like, it's so amazing to know that there is stuff. It, it m- My thing to the people that say that there's not life outside of Earth, the only thing I say, and no, I'm not a scientist. There's, there's fucking life here that we don't, we know don't about. even know about. Exactly. Yeah. That was my point. Because when we were sitting out there on Shell Island in Panama City Beach relaxing, you know, that that was the question that came up. We both pretty much said it at the same time. We were in a fucking bay. We were we were, were in the bay. In the bay, not well. Not no, we were on we we were on the outside. Because remember when we when went we, with my brother in law and them, we walked across them. When, we, and when we, were, we crossed it, sure, yeah, sure. And we, we were went. sitting out there, and you could see your feet or whatever. And we, we were shoulder crystal deck. crystal clear, crystal beautiful clear. beautiful but water. Yeah. The crazy thing is, we both almost came up with this the same time was. There is life inside this water nobody's ever seen. Sure. So how can you tell me definitively, definitively, that there is not life outside of Earth? Devil's advocate. Even if it's on a molecular level. We can't. And, and I'm not even going to go down this we, rabbit we hole right no, now. We don't have time for we don't have play time devil's advocate. I will go down in a rabbit hole and I, even scientists, bring a scientist on. I don't care. I want to shoot holes in it. Because you cannot definitively tell me there's not life outside of Earth. When all, all of them, all on a molecular all, level, all of them say it. Even even on a well, it's yeah, on a molecular level. I mean, there's what what are the little fucking uh, uh, panda bear looking tartarites, tannerites, tutorites. Tannerite is something you blow. Tannerite something you blow up. But I- anyways, I mean, they, they found them in space. I mean, there's there's no doubt. I mean, I'm sure that there, I'm sure that there's actually living life on Mars. If if you talk about the uh, molecular level, as you say, you know, bac- bacteria. I mean, for surely fucking viruses. I mean, they found stuff <coughs> outside of Earth that can sustain human life. It's the building blocks for human life. That's the thing. When you find that, I'm not saying you're going to find an alien that that America knows. Um, it, it, you know, we could go into Bob Lazar's thing. And, and, sure. and again, that's something we we should do that on the next podcast. We should bring this up on the next podcast and just talk about that. Specifically. I think the viewers would love it because, you know, yeah, Bob Lazar was on Joe Rogan, um, not sponsored by him by any means, but go listen to that one. Like talking about the grays and coming from, you know, the um, element one fifteen, uh, bro. Well, well, element one fifteen was I- is the fuel that they used oh to yeah. be able to. But what star? What star system was? I just had and I about said it. It's uh, Zeta. The Zeta Reticuli. <laughs> yeah. So the Zeta Reticuli star system that that they say the grays came from is what the is the aliens that the Americans know and love. Right, that that we know about. Well, sure. But I, I'm uh, when I say there's life outside of Mars, it's not or sorry, not Mars, but there's life outside of Earth. I'm not saying it's life as in humans, but if you want to be very technical, there is life outside of Earth. 
We're on the fucking International Space Station right, above the right Carmen right line. Now. I mean, yeah. There you, you go, motherfucker. <laughs> funny, funny, <laughs> funny story to to close us out. So, so every every now and then, I mean, I'm at work. I'm typically just working. But I got this. I got this guy that I hired. This and that, and I've been I've been feeding him information, and the dude is fucking pumped. He'd be a good guy just to come in here and talk to, because he's because he's all over the fucking place, just like we are. I've got him yeah, hooked. Sorry, go ahead. I've got him hooked on uh, Lazar videos. I was like, dude, did you watch it? Did you watch the interview with Rogan? He's like, you weren't lying. That shit's crazy. I was like, yeah, fucking is. I said, well, go go look at this. Go. I told him to go watch Fravor. Watch watch the Fravor interview. You know. So <coughs> as we are winding this bitch down this bitch down next time cool cats and kittens oh jesus christ you had to fucking say that <laughs> <laughs> didn't you i'm just trying to break the tension just break the tension so i mean i think we're gonna wrap this shit up we're gonna talk some more next time i mean brother it's it's good to see you it's good. Hang on, just a second before we wrap you, this. What thing are you down. fucking doing? So, Lab Padre just put out a three minutes ago. Um, I think a plane. It looks like it's off the coast. Uh, exploded. Midair. Midair. Off the coast of the United States. Yes, and I'm. I mean, this is this is breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking. I, mean, I, I think it did, like it. I don't think it did. Oh, you think it's bullshit? I think, I, well, it. so if you look, and, and that's the reason I was like, oh, shit. So, oh, hang on. Let me go over here. I'm going to, I just, I, it, it may have been something to close, but. We're killing the end of this one. No, uh, sorry. It, it was crazy. Slowly dying. We're just slowly dying. Fuck. I wish I could find it. Ah, tick, talk, tick, talk. Anyways, whatever. Fuck off. I couldn't find it. It looked like a plane exploded, so that's why I was kind of like looking at. It. That's why I kind of went like ghost on you this last fucking thirty seconds. Right, right. I mean, I was I was talking to myself. It almost got weird. <coughs> Did you answer yourself? Not yet, but you're getting close. I have. Sorry. But yeah. I think on the next one, that's what we need to talk about. So on the next one, let's let's go into the space thing. Let's yeah, go down a rabbit hole of space. If we don't get a <laughs> interview, which I think we can get plenty of them, I have plenty of ideas. I have two. Um, to to bring people on to talk one, to. Them. If one not, is, one is an actual actress. Really? Yeah, that'd be really cool. She's a cool chick. It. We need to do it. She's a cool. So on the next one, Friday, try to try to get that set up. If not, and we don't get any. Anybody for the for the next one? Let's go down the rabbit hole of space. Right on, right on, motherfuckers. We're out of here. You, Love you too. Cheers. No, you're empty, fucking. fucking God damn. That's I why do that every <coughs> fucking time. This is why I got two. And you asked we me. Beer break. And you, and and I you asked, asked me. You said, "Do you need another?" I said, "No, this one will last." No, I'm good. Fuck. I'm good. Fucked up. All right, motherfuckers. Patient zero. I Patient mean, fucking zero starts here. And it works out from there. That's how a patient zero works. You are...
the number one absolute first guy infected. So get infected, motherfuckers. See you later. <laughs>